This episode of the Outside Podcast is brought to you by Monument Grills and their Denali 605 Pro Smart Propane Gas Grill. Featuring six main burners and an infrared side burner, the Denali Grill solves a lot of backyard barbecue complaints before they start. There's no waiting for the grill to heat up because the Denali heats to 700 degrees Fahrenheit in just 10 minutes. And you don't have to worry about uneven heat because the Denali features patented Blaze Zone technology for consistent temperatures across the whole grill. It also has a clear viewing lid, so you don't have to keep opening and shutting it. And Bluetooth app control for cooking without interrupting your conversation. The Denali 605 Pro is not just a grill, it's an experience. A juicy, delicious, perfectly seared, medium-rare experience. Upgrade your backyard game with the Denali 605 Pro at monumentgrills.com. And don't miss out on $45 off with the code OUTSIDE45. From Outside Magazine, this is the Outside Podcast. I don't know why you're taking that kind of stance with me. All right, I'm not trying to harass you. I just don't think what you're doing is a safe behavior. I think it's kind of risky, okay? Allow me to introduce you to Joey Santor. Joey is standing in the middle of a road in Central California, filming with his phone as he has a heart-to-heart with a very distressed-looking Northern Pacific rattlesnake. All right, I thought you was a gopher snake at first. You're obviously a Norpac, okay? Don't you dare rattle that fucking thing at me. Listen to me. I don't want to hear that, okay? No, it's not like that, all right? We're, we're keeping it civil, okay? You got to get out of the road. Using a stick that does not seem nearly long enough to me, Joey herds the snake out of harm's way as it flicks its tongue ominously, seeming to tolerate just barely this loud, swearing man trying to save it. And uh, being uh, important to uh, members of the natural ecosystem, you know, you don't want to see them uh, get, uh, get smacked. Let's say... Uh, a Crotalus oregonus, a Norpac, I believe. Northern Pacific rattlesnake. I take it easy, buddy. Sorry. This video went viral when Joey posted it back in 2019. But venomous snakes are not his typical beat. He has rather unexpectedly earned a bit of internet fame due to his passion for a far less adrenaline-inducing subject. Plants. On his YouTube channel, Crime Pays But Botany Doesn't, which has close to 260,000 subscribers, the vast majority of his videos have him giving half-hour-plus-long lectures on topics like plant morphology and evolutionary relationships in his very distinctive accent. It's Botany 101, mashed up with expletive-laced tirades about consumerist, car-based American culture. Consider this your heads up that there are going to be quite a few curse words in this episode. It's your Coraphanta, you know, and all just coming up in the the, uh, dappled light, the understory of uh, the thorn scrub, which of course is getting cleared away at an increasing rate to make room for, uh, you know, the fucking Panda Express uh, tumor of modern society. Kind of a bummer. I first learned about Joey a few years ago in a video titled Guide to Illegal Tree Planting, which was sent my way by a friend familiar with my affinity for both botany and what's known as guerrilla gardening. 
It starts with Joey on a rideshare e-scooter that a friend of his had hacked using some kind of computer chip he bought online. Anyway, guys, here we are once again, and uh, my friend's pilfered scooter. Well, he's not pilfered. He's just borrowing it. He's going <laughs> to, I'm sure he'll return it uh, once he's done. Basically, he stole the scooter. Somebody handed him the scooter. <laughs> and that's your intro to the whole video, which just seems like appropriate. This is journalist Jesse Will, who profiled Joey for Outside Online. As Jesse points out, what makes Joey's videos different from so many of the strangely popular educational personalities found on YouTube is that we rarely see much of Joey himself. Usually, we just see his hands, which are covered in tattoos. Behind the camera, the 39-year-old doesn't dress the part of your typical field scientist, instead opting for Oxford's carpenter jeans and a baseball cap. But it's his voice that's the real star of the show. So today I'm going to show you a little project I've been engaged in for about the past, I don't know, six or seven years, give or take. I've just been, uh, you know, uh, planting uh, trees, uh, sometimes uh, with permission, mostly without, uh, because uh, the city I live in kind of dropped the ball so hard on their uh, public beautification efforts. Joey made Guide to Illegal Tree Planting when he was living in Oakland, California, where a project to enhance the extra-wide median of Parkway left him a bit uninspired. And I kind of like seeing trees. Makes uh, makes uh, the nausea a little bit uh, uh, easier to deal with. Uh, makes the, the third of uh, uh, life in modern society easier to uh, swallow. You know, helps it go down easier. Joey took matters into his own hands and began slowly replacing the non-native water-sucking ornamentals the city installed with an assortment of plants he grew himself from seed. They planted a lot of these roses which are dying and they planted a uh, a bunch of trees that are native to the East Coast, uh, where you get summer rain. We don't get that here, of course, so a lot of them just kind of look like shit. Uh, let's see, I did a bunch of illegal tree planting. That's one of mine. And then, uh, of course, these are a, a couple of mine as well. Rudy's both from seed. You got a Tecate cypress, a Santa Cruz cypress, and a Guadalupe cypress. This blend of well-informed science, minor law-breaking, and humorous rants about the ills of society is what draws people to Joey's YouTube channel, as well as his Instagram account and his podcast. His appeal is all about sounding nothing like the stereotypical botanist. But about that voice, Joey was born in Chicago, and yet... When you speak to him in person, that accent gets dialed way back down. It's still there. And he says that accent as a joke. Like, it just makes him laugh. But I think there's other things happening there. It's like... In this time that we're in, which is, like, pretty anti-science, he's getting across these scientific ideas by not sounding like he's shouting at you from the ivory tower, right? He's on your level. He's shooting the shit. And maybe you have a better likelihood of accepting what he's talking about if he's speaking directly to you. Which is to say, sometimes what it takes to get us to give a shit about the natural world is a foul-mouthed amateur scientist. A few months ago, Outside dispatched Jesse Will to tag along with Joey on a field trip to the back roads of South Texas. I'm getting welcome to Mexico, Texas. Oh, wow. So close to the border. Jesse's assignment was to cover Joey's search for a local plant called Lafafara williamsi, otherwise known as peyote. 
Because what better way to understand the guy who created Crime Pays but Botany Doesn't than to join him on a hunt for a plant that's a Schedule One controlled drug? It's the oldest psychedelic substance known to man, right? And and when I talked to him on the phone, he's he's like, yeah, I know where some populations of that are. You know, I'm going to go look for some new ones. Come along. But he also had this aside at the time that was like, I get it. Of course, you had to pitch the psychedelic angle. <laughs> and they did find some. Here's Joey pointing out a colony of the quarter-sized gray-green buttons in the video he made about the day. Oh, what's going on there? You got a, you got a peyote. A peyote, a, a lofafra. Whole shit tons of peyotes. Another peyote right there. Doing that thing they do, just blending in with the gravels that have been deposited over the last, I don't know, 300,000 years by the uh, meandering channel of the Rio Grande, the Rio Grande. But it ends up just being a very minor part of the day, hunting down this peyote. And the majority of the day, we're looking for this rare milkweed, Asclepius prostrata. Milkweed is a favorite of many botanists because of its critical importance to the endangered monarch butterfly. But Joey has his own reasons for loving the plant, chiefly its incredible diversity. There are hundreds of species of milkweed in North America alone, and its unusual flower morphology, laden with abundant nectar and distinctive pollen structures. And it clearly has a special place in Joey's heart, based on a t-shirt he sells. Uh, He has one that says, plant milkweed or get fucked. As it happens, the particular species of milkweed that Joey wants to find here in South Texas is especially rare. It was recently proposed for the endangered species list and is only observed a few dozen times a year in a handful of locations near the Rio Grande. Jesus Christ, I almost lost it. This is so hard to find. Anyway, Asclepius prostrata, the prostrate milkweed. Real banger right there. You got those undulate leaf margins with the slightest hint of anthocyanin pigments producing the red on the leaf margin right there. You got the, the damn opposite leaves. Look at it. You got a fuzzy stem. You got a fuzzy stem. You like the fuzzy stem? Another adaptation to that uh, aridity, that, that dry climate. It looks like a weed. I mean, <laughs> on some level, it looks, it looks like a weed. It's a squat plant. But Joey doesn't see a weed. Joey sees an integral and resilient piece of an ecosystem. This plant has adapted to lie dormant in its underground rhizome for years until conditions are right. And conditions are tough here and getting tougher. High heat, poor soil, little rain. Add to that the threat of invasive buffelgrass, which is fast outcompeting this important little weed. To find enough real estate to survive, these prostrata often end up finding their home in the middle of the road. And this is a problem. The biggest population of it keeps repeatedly getting cleared by a, a well-intentioned, albeit somewhat oblivious, uh, road grader. I don't know why they got to keep grading the road. But, you know, you give a man a machine and you tell him, go do this, give him a mower, give him a road grader, he's going to take that opportunity to uh, go drive the vroom vroom around with the shit. You know, anyway, let's keep going. Joey's video from South Texas has some 50,000 views and counting. He undoubtedly spurred people who'd never heard about milkweed to give a damn about the plant. Which brings us to a big question. If Joey can get thousands of people invested in the fate of a scraggly weed, what kind of impact can he have on science and conservation at large? That's coming up after the break. 
The staple ingredients of a perfect summer are no secret. Sunshine, swimming, and backyard barbecues. The rest of it is just dressing on the side. So for the best summer, you need the best grill. And it doesn't get any better than Monument Grill's Denali 605 Pro. A premium six-burner smart gas grill that brings modern convenience to an age-old tradition. Crafted with stainless steel for durability, an infrared burner for faster, even heating, Bluetooth temperature monitoring, and a lid that lets you see what's going on on your grill without changing the temperature inside. It's a grill that's both sizzle and steak. Whether you're a seasoned grill master or just starting out, it's sure to impress. Your friends will be amazed by the Denali 605 Pro. Use code OUTSIDE45 for an exclusive discount and enjoy fast, free shipping. Joey Santor's path to becoming an unlikely YouTube star really is one of the most winding journeys you could imagine. It starts in Chicago, where he was raised by a single mother who was an elementary school teacher. Joey was interested in science and growing things from an early age. He recalls trips to the Field Museum and propagating elm trees in his backyard. But as he told Jesse Will while they traveled around South Texas, once he hit his teen years, he tended to get into trouble. He was kicked out of military school and got into graffiti and the punk scene. He tried going to college, but while he enjoyed learning, it seemed like a waste of time and money since he didn't yet know what he wanted to do. And then I realized I didn't know anything about the country I lived in. And it was a big-ass country, so why not travel? Joey had always liked railroads, so he decided that he'd see the U.S. by hopping freight trains. I like the ambience of railroads. I associate them with a place that they get away from people and kind of open-air playground. Riding the rails, he got an up-close tour of the geologic timescale exposed by railroad cuts, layers of rock dating back millennia. This rekindled his love for the sciences, but it wasn't until he found a used astronomy textbook that he really started to get obsessed. So I found this astronomy textbook and then was reading it on a train once. I remember reading about spectroscopy there, and that was what really blew my mind, was how you could take the light that's reflected off a, a star or a planet and put it through a prism, and then you'd get a spectral signature of whatever the atmosphere was composed of or whatever the star was composed of. And that was just the revelation that, like, God, I don't know shit. And it's, it's, uh, that kind of graded me. It was like, I feel like an ignoramus. I want to learn how this stuff works, you know. In a move akin to an art thief becoming a museum security guard, train-hopping Joey Santor applied for a job with Union Pacific and was hired on as a brakeman. Along his routes, he would stop at libraries and gain free access to academic papers with the help of pirating websites. First, he delved into various sciences and then focused increasingly on botany, specifically trees, and even more specifically, conifers. He would print out papers to read during downtime on the trains. And soon, he was in deep. The way my mind works, I just obsess and fixate on something. I probably got fucking ADD or some sort of neurological disorder, you know, that at one point served our species a evolutionary benefit but is now just kind of left over <laughs> like i just got really excited when i would read about this stuff i don't know why just imagining the the possibilities of like planting something that would get bigger or you know dwarf your lifetime and your physical size off the clock joey began growing rare conifers from seed 
first in his backyard in Oakland, and then, as he ran out of space, at the median park close by that became the star of that illegal tree planting video. Many of those unauthorized trees now are more than 30 feet tall. Over the course of 13 years with Union Pacific, he worked his way up to an engineer, reading about the latest updates in the field of botany whenever he could. But when you hear him talk about what drew him to the science, you get the sense that Joey turned to plants because he was sick of humans. But you also get the feeling that botany gave him a way to make sense of the world and of humans' place within it. It's an an idea of the bigger picture. You know, instead of this human myopia where I'm just concerned about I view everything through the lens of my own life, you know, and I have no context for anything outside of it. Suddenly I'm able to zoom out and see how the world around me works and how I fit into it and and observe these relationships that different organisms have with each other. It's totally fascinating stuff, man. And especially where we are now as a species with our understanding of science in the world and all this technology that we have, I mean... I want to get more people excited about it because there's a lot of dark shit coming our way and, you know, we're going to need this kind of awareness of ourselves and of the world to be able to deal with it. In other words, as the ecosystems around us erode under humanity's touch, understanding the ways they fit together is more crucial than ever. A knowledge of the relationships between living things and how we have all evolved to survive over time is a coping mechanism and a glimmer of hope in the age of increasingly dire predictions about the progress and effects of climate change. And despite his cynical-seeming exterior, Joey finds beauty in all of this, too. It's like this recently, quote, born-into-consciousness species of primate is now able to figure out the world, dissect the world around it and figure out how it fits in. It's just there's something so inherently beautiful about that. And so, an ex-punk, former train hopper turned engineer, who doesn't have a college degree, is getting hundreds of thousands of people excited about botany, using just a camera and his voice. According to Jesse Will, Joey's subscribers don't fit any kind of mold. It's everyone from dope growers to amateur science geeks to viewers who just stumbled onto his YouTube channel. It's a real weird cross-section of people that are watching this stuff. It's like people that are propagating weed, and they got, like, maybe a little bit more interested in plants than just wheat. You know, they want to know more about it. (laughs) So they kind of enter this wormhole that's talking about a whole universe of natural life. Then there are people who got sucked in because of one of those viral videos that's just the funny accent. You're seeing people that comment and say things like, this guy's the reason why I got interested in plants. But Joey's influence goes beyond just getting lay people to care about the things growing in their neighborhoods. While some scientists bristle at Joey's swearing or his abrasive politics, most professional plant lovers recognize that his approach is having an important impact. Every academic botanist that I talked to was super stoked on his work. Just to get more voices into the fold, to invite more people to care about this stuff, because... Any interest that they get is is a good thing. The Fish and Wildlife Service posted their proposal to put Asclepius prostrata, the plant that he was searching for the day that I shadowed him on the endangered species list. And uh, Joey Centauri, as like mentioned, you know, 
in, <laughs> in terms of this plant. So it's like kind of a full circle moment, right? <laughs> like the most unofficial citizen scientist possibly you could think of is now one of the researchers being noted on the, the, the government paper of record on this stuff. Look at that beautiful bastard. Not flowering yet. May not flower this year at all. Might just be cooking up carbs, storing it in that, that tuber, and then going dormant for a while. You know, maybe not being seen for, for God knows how long. Asclepias prostrata is just one species, native to one relatively small ecosystem. We don't know what would happen if it disappeared completely, but Joey says that he doesn't want to find out. And that's why he's lovingly bullying it out of the road, just like he did that rattlesnake. There's something to be said for keeping something like this around. You know, it's a, it's a part of this, this interwoven fabric uh, that supports, it supports the, the life that's been here for millions of years and is, you know, part of the bigger picture. So we shouldn't start trying to, we shouldn't, <laughs> we shouldn't burn down the library before we understand what's in it, you know? After hearing Joey talk about milkweed, I'm personally in the mood to go plant a whole shit ton of it. Maybe even in places where I'm not supposed to. And Jesse's with me. Well, hopefully people will hear this and they'll chase down this stuff. And maybe they'll look at the plants in their backyard in a different way. Or maybe they'll yank out some of those plants and replant something else. My yard now looks a little different from the neighbors. Next thing you know, it's going to be all milkweed. (laughs) Oh, yeah, there we go. There's another one just coming up right in the middle of the road. It's a goddamn big prostrata. It's doing pretty good. Every time it feels like a apocalyptic story with this plant. You see it get wiped out. But then, of course, you know, they're just hiding. They're just hiding. So maybe it'll be okay. You can follow Joey Santor on his YouTube channel, Crime Pays But Botany Doesn't, or on his Instagram and podcast of the same name. This episode was written and produced by me, Marin Larson, and edited by Michael Roberts. Jesse Will interviewed Joey Santor. You can read Jesse's story on Outside Online. The Outside Podcast is made possible by our Outside Plus members. Learn more about all the benefits of membership at outsideonline.com slash podplus. Also, we're offering new members a 25% discount. Just enter the code POD25 at checkout.